This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. We want to welcome you to join us for another lesson in Bible Basics and the topic of the Word of God. Throughout my maturing process, I've had a good friend, a, a mentor if you would, that would on a daily basis remind me words have meaning. Say what you mean. You see, words are powerful instruments. The Bible tells us in uh, the book of Hebrews, looking at uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 and 13, that the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit, and of the joint and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifested in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Men today use words for both good and evil. Stop and think about those of history. Roosevelt, Churchill, Hitler, President Bush, President Obama, President Trump. All of them are masters at using words, some for the good and some for the bad. God, he always uses his words for the good. God's word will not return to him void, but it will always accomplish its mission. That's what Isaiah 55, 11 tells us. So shall my words be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things whereunto I sent it. Mark chapter 4, verse 24 would say, And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear, with what measure you met. It shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. It is this word the Word of God, which is going to judge us. When you take and you think about passages uh, such as John, and going over to John chapter 12, and you look at uh, verses 48 and 49, there Jesus reminds the listeners, He that rejects me and receives not my word hath one that judges him. The words that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I would say and what I should speak. And because of this, we need to take and pay heed to that word. If the word judged and condemned the Jews in the wilderness, it will also judge and condemn us if we are disobedient. You see, the Word of God is living and active. That's what verse 12 of Hebrews said. It's living. You know, God is living. He is the source of those words. Fifteen or more times in the New Testament, we would be reminded that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Matthew 16, verse 16. It is the living oracles that Moses gave. Acts chapter 7, verse 38. It is a living word because it came from a living God. John 6, verse 63, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. 
And because it is alive, it makes us alive. Ephesians 2 and verse 1. Colossians 2 and verse 13. You see, the Word of God is a living stone for a spiritual house. 1 Peter 2 verses 4 and 5. It is a living sacrifice that causes us to give ourselves as a living sacrifice. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2. The words of God show us a living way to heaven. Hebrews 10 and verse 20. John chapter 14 and verse 1. The word of God is living water. John chapter 4 verse 10. John chapter 7 and verse 38. It is the living bread. John chapter 6 verse 51. And it is our living hope. 1 Peter 1 and verse 35. How come? Because the word of God is Jesus Christ. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. That word became flesh, dwelt among us, so that we could behold his glory. John chapter 1, verse 14. You see, his word is active. In creation, when our universe was uh, spoken into existence, it was done so by God speaking words. Psalms 33, verses 6 through 9. It was by words that Jesus would tell Lazarus to come forth and it would raise Lazarus from the dead, John 11 and verse 43. That same set of words will one day raise us from a spiritual death, John chapter 5, verse 25, and then from the tomb, John 5, 28 and 29. You see, this is a word that is sharp and piercing. Discerners of the thoughts, sharper than a two-edged sword, six, uh, Ephesians 6, verse 17. Piercing, dividing both soul and spirit, Hebrew writer tells us, to divide the joint and the marrow, the very innermost parts of life. No part is unaffected by the word of God. It's quick to discern the thoughts and the intents of the heart. You see, all are to be judged by this word. Because that, all things are manifested before God. Verse 13 of Hebrews. God is omniscient. Nothing is hid from his sight. And all are discernible. Psalm 139 uh, verses 11 through 12. You see, our lives are an open book. We are naked and laid open before him. Because of that, there is a value of knowing and with that, it checks our conducts. It warns us of apostasy and it helps us to live lives that are holy and acceptable unto God. Hebrews 2, 1 through 4. Hebrews 3, verses 12 and 15. Hebrews 6, 1 through 8. And Hebrews 10, 26 through 31. You see, we must lay up our, the word in our hearts. Psalm 119, verse 11. It is a lamp that guides our way. Psalm 119, verse 105. It brings understanding, Psalm 119 and 130. And we have to remember that all of his words are righteous, Psalm 119, verse 172. But we must allow it to keep us alive and active. We must follow God's word as we take and turn ourselves to Christ Jesus. What about you? When the word of God judges you, what's going to be the verdict? Examine that for yourself. I want to thank you for joining our studies this morning. We hope to see you again next week for another lesson in Bible Basics. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. 
You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting us at bywaymedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.